from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. We are Two Douchebags and a Microphone. As charming as a leaky sewer pipe, and now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Should I record frog sounds in the summer, then play them when it's zero degrees on my ring doorbell for the Amazon guy? Hmm. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Invisible ass paddlings, new douche flavors, and horrible pranks? What the fuck is wrong with these guys? Two douchebags and a microphone. I am Mark. And I am Rob. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining us again. Um, I see our listenership is still, like, going nutso. Uh, did you see the numbers the last couple of days? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, I haven't looked in a few days. They've been really, really, really solid. So, uh, I mean, yeah. the trends are just keep, they keep going up and up. And we were already doing okay anyhow. So, anyhow, thank you all for listening. Tell your friends. I mean, look, I mean, the, this is, uh, you know, we don't have any advertisement, you know. We, we have no way of paying for any advertisement because we are not advertising right now, you know. It's just, uh, it's, uh, it's the thing of the podcast, you know. Podcasts, if you ever make some money on it, you're actually really probably fortunate because yeah. uh, to every one person that makes a decent living off of it, there's probably 100,000 people that do not make a dime off of it and probably lose money. So, you know what? Keep telling people, and who knows, man? Maybe one, maybe one of these days we'll break even. But anyhow, you know what? We're still having fun with this. We enjoy it. We, we're glad you enjoy it. I did not have a chance to get the emails, but I'm going to try to do that tomorrow, hopefully after my colonoscopy. But the day was spent on the pod a good majority of the day, um, doing what you have to do the day before your colonoscopy. So, um, anyhow, um, I, and a little bit later, I've got a wrestling question for you, Rob. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but first, I've got an interesting story. Um, let me uh, preface this by saying this. Okay, Super Bowl 54, the one in 2020, the one that we uh, played the San Francisco 49ers in, and we won. Um, I went to the kitchen to watch the second half of the game because every time I went to the kitchen, we done well. Every time I came back to the living room, we're getting our ass kicked. And we know that that game was very uh, um, tumultuous. Uh, um, 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 at first, it was like pulling teeth, but then when Kansas City kind of got it together, they pulled it out and looked pretty good. But until then, it was like real dicey, and it was like really in question, especially at second interception, whether we were going to win or not. Is So, every time I go in the kitchen, we do something great, like get a sack or, you know, um, get a big run or, you know. So, you know, these... Um, these superstitions are real, you know. There's even been commercials about it, you know, like Doritos commercials where guys like, uh, or maybe it's a beer commercial. Do you, you know? You remember what I'm talking about? Where you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, well, I got to eat this right here. I got to do this right here, and I got to wear this jersey. Well, I've been like that for a long time, even before I knew it was a thing. I've been superstitious about 
especially football. I mean, well, football is my game. I don't really care for baseball that much anymore for obvious reasons because it's just not competitive, and they refuse to do anything about it, and greed has taken over the whole fucking thing, and I'm done with it. So, anyhow, um, you know, football is my thing, and I've been really like that for a long time. So, I came across this story, and I wasn't going to do it at first. I'm like, no, this is this is a story I need to lead off with, and here's why. Okay, Patrick Mahomes has a superstition that he does. Did you know this, Rob? Uh, yeah, actually, I read that the other day. Okay, well, I'm getting ready to go into it right now. Yeah, go for it. Okay, athletes are famously a superstitious bunch. They are known for having all kinds of different good luck charms and pregame rituals. For Patrick Mahomes, quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, it's a pair of underwear he first wore as an NFL rookie, and which he has worn for every single game ever since. Originally a game day gift from his wife, Brittany Matthews, at the time, now she's Mahomes, during the first season with the Chiefs, the red Lululemon boxers have proven to be very lucky indeed for the quarterback, most recently at this year's Super Bowl. First, my wife Brittany got them for me. I have to wear them, you know. Mahomes told brothers Peyton and Eli Manning on their podcast this week, at the same time I threw them on that first season, we had a pretty good season that season, Mahomes joked, and that he has kept his uh, his briefs in good condition forever last over the last six years, and he kept washing them. And I would like to say something about um, the, uh, the Manning podcast. That thing, or not the podcast, but the, the um, what do they call it, the Manning cast? It's on ESPN2, and instead of listening yeah. to Buck and Aikman drivel their bullshit, you can actually listen to something clever and funny. And I love the Manning brothers because they have a way to get stuff out of people because they're real. They're just they're just up there bullshitting. And it was great. I mean, you know, they got stuff out of Mahomes that was really cool. I don't think we would have found out about these red boxers if it wasn't for the Manning cast. And those two are just absolutely brilliant. And, I, man, I would love to see them do, like, a regular show or something, you know, maybe on sports. It could be anything. I don't care. They could be talking about the weather, and I think those two guys would be entertaining. So, anyhow, it takes, like, them to get a story like this, and I really appreciate it. But uh, Mahomes, uh, he said that he only wears them for game day. He added, they're not too worn down. I clean them, I wash them every once in a while at least. I mean, if we're on a hot streak, I can't wash them, you knew. <laughs> and you know what? That, yeah, I did that with a jersey, uh, Mahomes jersey, and then it uh, switched over a Kelsey jersey when uh, when my pug got a hold of my Mahomes jersey. But now uh, I've been known to switch jerseys in the middle of a, uh, of a game. If it's not going so well, then I'll have to go the other jersey, you know, so... Anyhow, yeah. and, and this is the one that's chewed up by my pug because I refuse to let it go because that was the jersey that we won the initial Super Bowl, number 24, I believe, or something like that, against San Francisco, not the one last year. So, Or actually, it was this year. So as long as I'm foot, uh, winning football games, I'll keep the superstition going, he said. I love the realism. I love, I love uh, the fact that uh, that, that came out. I love stories like that. I think stories like that are unique and cool, and there's stuff that I like, and I hope that anyone heard this. Uh, if you didn't hear it before, you enjoyed it. So, uh, anyhow, Rob, while we are speaking about sports, I have a wrestling question for you. Are you okay. ready? Sure. Okay. 
WWE NXT. Are you familiar with it? Yeah. Okay. NXT. NXT. Okay, what did I say? Uh, EXT. Okay. All right. Well, I'm kind of tired because I didn't sleep very well last night, you know, because this. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. NXT is like the minor leagues. But they're but they are coming on strong. They're showing as much. That's that's funny you say that because that's that's exactly what I was going to ask. Is is this like the minor leagues of uh, it, of wrestling? It started wrestling? out like the minor leagues. They they come in and start there, then they upgrade. Okay, because I just caught a brief part of it a little bit ago, and I'm like, well, that's interesting. Um, they're not making well, it a go against their main channel. You know, their main show. But they do give it no, a prime they're, time. They're all the same company. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, otherwise it probably wouldn't have been called WWE. But uh, okay, so the purpose is is up and coming. But what you're saying is it's becoming well, its own. Yeah, actually, a lot of the WWE stars are dropping back and going and doing shows. No NXT. shit. Really? But yeah, a lot of the big names. So they're, what, they're wrestling in both. Why do you think this? Uh, they're doing this. Is it more exposure, more airtime? That could be, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, that I, makes I sense. I really don't truly know who the reason. I, I mean, it, I, I got to be honest. The product was pretty good from what I watched. I was like, you know, this oh, is yeah, this they, is they have cool. a lot of good talent. NXT. A lot of people I've never heard or seen of before. But they had their own gimmick. Yeah. They had their own uh, um, their own personality, their own swagger, their own sway. You know what I mean? Because that's what you need yeah. in wrestling is your swagger and sway. Female or male, it doesn't matter. You have to have your own gimmick. You got to have your own uh, your own thing. You know, like yeah, your character. Yeah, your character. They Smell what the they rock is cooking. Uh, what are you gonna do when Hulk runs wild over you? You know, all this stuff is yeah. you know. Um, hell, I think most of it's trademarked. So, I- anyhow, okay, that's what I was wondering. And speaking of trademarks, yeah. um, I had a discussion with my trademark lawyer the other day, one of them, and yeah. he loves the name of the show. He couldn't quit laughing. And anyhow, I'm hoping he he wants to do a call-in, and I hope he does. I would love to have a lawyer call in, and I, but I would love to not only hear him talk, he's an educated, smart guy, and he could talk about anything he wanted. I don't care. I mean, if you hear this, uh, I'm not going to say your name, but if you hear this, this is, I, I would love to have you on. Uh, you got my email. Email me. But the thing is, you could talk about anything from lawyer to, uh, he said they like sports and comedy. So that fits right in with what we do. He's a big Good. Minnesota, he's Good. a Minnesota Vikings fan. So he wants to bash Green Bay. I'm like, sure. That's fine with me. Why not? Yeah, why, why not? not? Who cares? I said there's a lot there to You're bash. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Bash away, buddy. Bash away. So, uh, anyhow, it was pretty cool, but I would love to hear a professional's take on this show. Would would a, a lawyer person be like, um, oh, my God, that's so immature? Or would they be like, <laughs> you know what? This is really kind of dirty and tongue-in-cheek, but it's very enjoyable. I would love to hear what someone like him 
would think of the show because that yeah, would give that. me more in and you too rob more insight on which way we need to go right 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 yeah so um anyhow so rob how have you been you got anything going on uh, not really just same old same old working podcast okay that's about right. it cool good good well i've um, just been uh, i just been shitting my brains out and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like I mean, to be honest, there's not that many brains. So, I mean, you know, most of it's like water now. So, you know, I shit my brains out there like a whole, like, one and a half ounce. Then after that, it's just straight water. Slightly colored water at this point. So, anyhow, I think I'm getting near the end of whatever's in me. So. Uh, I hope so. I hope so, I too. Hope so. Anyhow. And I know it's TMI. So, you know what? Deal with it. We're getting ready to get off the subject. So, you know, Rob, there's a new product out called Pringles X. No, I didn't. Pringles X is caviar with Pringles. How the hell they came up with this? I have no idea. Was somebody like on mushrooms and said, hey... You know what we need to do? What, man? We need to do Pringles with caviar. <laughs> yeah, man. That sounds good. Give me another one of those shrooms. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that is such an odd combination. It baffles me how it came about. But it's interesting enough to report on, don't you agree? I, I, I'm going to guess it was somebody rich. Cause <laughs> I used to yes. watch... Well, I used to watch Christy knows best mm-hmm. and he he had a Pringles addiction good point my god Rob, Rob he, that, he could afford caviar you know what Rob that is an excellent point maybe that is what brought these two together is that mindset hmm. alright okay hey. well I see it now I didn't see it before but now you you kind of kind of but yeah, it, it doesn't sound very appetizing to me. No, me neither. Me neither. So, anyhow, Pringles X is, when you buy one of these, one ounce classic sturgeon caviar, one ounce smoked trout roe, three 2.5 ounce cans of Pringles sour cream and onion, and one original barbecue. I don't understand how they got that formula of three cans of sour cream and onion and one barbecue. There are so many different flavors. I don't know yeah. why they didn't mix in a cheddar or you know. I I don't understand that part, but maybe Just they regular. Yeah, maybe um, the type of caviar was more. Um, I don't know. Um, fit more with like sour cream and onion and. Uh, an original barbecue, I don't know. But also... That, that could be. It that could be. be, who knows. So also, two disposable spoons, one caviar tin key, which you would need because caviar is open like, uh, you remember those old-fashioned sardine underwood cans yes. that you open yes. with a key? <clears throat> this is no different. And gel ice packs. This retails for 140 bucks, which sounds, to me... 
with the sturgeon caviar and the and the smoked trout. I mean, I is I think that's a pretty decent price, isn't it? I would think so with that caviar. Yeah, I would think so too. But anyhow, it, it retails at 140 bucks, and um, as far as I know, the only outlet to get it is online. And uh, the article I read is the best thing you can do is Google it, and it will take you to a page to where you can order this. And like always, anything like this is a limited time supply. So if you really want to do this, you better get on it because it will probably be gone soon. Would be my whether people love it or not, they're going to jump on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you like caviar and Pringles. And you have 140 bucks to throw at this. I suggest you do it quickly, because if not, I think this whole thing is going to be gone here in probably a month or two, if it lasts that long. But, Rob, you know what? What? Jeffy X got a hold of me after I sent him this article. Wow, he he's on overtime. I I, I gotta I gotta buy him another hooker. What am I up to now? Five. Yeah, I think you're up to five. Uh, I, I, I may have to make him a whole wardrobe. I guess. I mean, you're already getting him the embroidered underwear with his initials and with the uh, with the Stephen Piercy pouch in front to where he can stuff yeah, as much yeah. as he wants. Um, I mean, I, I mean, what next? A robe or something? I, well, I, I've, already, I've, I've already snuck in a matching pair of socks. Oh, Rob, you're, you're, you're a great man. You know he's going to love that. He's going to love yeah. that. Are you putting but, Jeffy but X on now, him? No, with all the overtime he's put, man, we're going to have to up it. I know. He has actually uncovered caviar combos that failed. Is he not something? This should be interesting. Yeah. How he gets this stuff, I have no idea. But um, I was at work the other day, and, and I sent that article during break, and I had to ditch it to the bathroom to download it real quick, because you know the rule. In 10 minutes, this email will disappear. Every time he sends me an email with this information on it, it has to disappear because he's afraid of getting caught. So he's not supposed to be sending out these lists that he went undercover to get. So, anyhow, thank you, Jeffy X. We know it's a very dangerous job, and you're going to be rewarded handsomely with five hookers embroidered underwear with the Stephen Piercy pouch in the middle to make your crotch look as delightfully big as you want, um, as many socks. But I think a man like Jeffy X probably doesn't have to stuff anyhow. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say he doesn't have to stuff, but just in case he wants that little edge when he goes out, he has a Stephen Piercy pouch in right there in his crotch area to where he can fill and fool all he wants. So, anyhow. Well, I, we know he's got big cojones. To I, I mean, he he's at least got huge nuts. I mean, get yeah, his stuff yeah. like that. what he does for us. Yeah. I, 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 I salute you, Jeffy X, but... Um, with this, I have to come. I have to tell you this list here. Number okay. one fail was caviar and tube socks. I don't know how the two went together. I don't know who came up with this. Um, I th- I get it. I get it. You know, people yeah, that are yeah, interested in yeah. caviar 
probably didn't give one ounce of shit about. I, I'll put it like, okay, here, I'll change it. Anyone that likes caviar does not wear tube socks, right? They wear like the yeah. old gangster silk socks or something, probably with the little yeah. suspenders on them and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anyone that likes caviar doesn't wear tube socks. Uh, you know, they're like, oh my God, that's what those cretins, you know, fucking wear. Uh-uh, I'm not a part of this. So I see that. Number two, I'm kind of I'm kind of interested about this one because I mean this one makes a little bit of sense to me and Rob you can interject. Caviar and banana splits. Don't you think a little bit of fish eggs on top of the fucking ice cream mound next to the banana would be delicious? I think that'd be pretty good. I think so too. I don't know what they were thinking, what the focus group was thinking. I have no idea. But I, 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 mean, I didn't know just, just with the whipped cream by itself. Yeah, yeah. Good. You'd be even just as good uh, if you took the caviar and mixed it with sardines and mustard sauce and put it on top of the banana split with chocolate oh, syrup. Oh, there you go. Oh, mm. My yeah, mouth is my, Pavlog's dog here. I, I, I'm just like, my mouth is drooling. Ugh. Next one, the fail, I think I get why, but Rob, correct me if I'm wrong. Number three is caviar and rice pudding. Once again, we go back to our good old buddy, rice pudding. Yeah. Rice pudding yeah. reminds people of maggots. Yeah. So you yeah. have caviar with rice pudding, and you have these little eggs mixed with this maggot-looking stuff. So I could see how people are like, mm, I don't think I'm going to have anything to do with that. I could see why people are standing back on that one. So, okay. I see how number yeah. three failed. Do you? Yes, I see. Okay. All right. Number four. I think this would have been fantastic myself. McRib with pure dice caviar meat. Yeah, McDonald's tried to get in the caviar game, I guess, a few years ago, and they're going to make a McRib out of caviar meat. It was going to be diced, and they're going to, like, press it together to look like a rib and smother it in tangy barbecue sauce, right? And give it more flavor. Yeah. I Once again, I don't know what the public was thinking. Do you? No. I, some of the greatest ideas just never got, never got off the ground because people are narrow-minded. That's why, right? That's exactly why. Exactly. So, number five, caviar McNuggets. They were going to bunch of... <laughs> that's fucked. I'm sorry. They're going to bunch of a bunch of these fucking caviar eggs together, bread them, and fry them. You can't beat that, Rob. No. You bite in, and it's gooey, and little eggs, and chewy, and, and then you got the golden brown crust. Nice and sizzling off of being in a vat of fucking, I don't know, um, grease of some sort, vegetable oil. Mm. Just the ingenuity of even the thought of it. I know. Who? Some that, brilliant. Amazing. Some brilliant person came up with this. And no, 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 got shot down because America's obviously narrow minded. They are not willing to try caviar McNuggets. And personally, I'm kind of somewhat insulted to live in a land that denies caviar McNuggets. What about you? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Yep. And this next one's going to make you This next one, Rob, is going to make you sick because it didn't get off the ground either. 
BK gets in the action. BK is cool talk for Burger King, okay? That's what the cool okay. kids say, BK. BK gets in the action with caviar fries. So you don't have to succumb to the chicken fries, which are delicious. You can go to the yeah. caviar fries. That don't sound too bad either. Yeah, again, nice crispy little fry-looking things with caviar in the middle. You bite into them, you feel the gooey caviar and, uh, and the moist and the chewiness and, and it's in the golden brown texture of the breading. Mm. Once again, don't get it. The American public said no. They denied this beautiful concept. So, what are you going to do, Rob? I mean, we can't get these things. Yeah, I know. I mean, I wish they didn't exist now. Because now I know they exist, it makes me want them worse. Or they did exist. Oh, tell me about it. I might have to do my own. I might have to buy a can of caviar and roll them in flour and fry them. What do you think? Just make my own caviar fries or McNuggets. Yeah. Let's start selling them. That's a great idea. People will come from all over. Nobody has the trademark yet. That's right. They denied it. That's right. BK said no. Once again, BK well, is cool take it over. for Burger King. Yes. Number seven, caviar granola mix. I can see that. I could too. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah. And let me remind you, I may come up. With or we may come up with me and Rob may come up with an apocalypse of caviar because it's in a tin, it'll stay good yeah. forever, and great snack, right? Especially in granola milk. Or go catch you a fish. Yeah, granola mix, and you have your tin of caviar. You could throw the caviar in the granola mix, and you have a nice, tasty snack after the post-apocalypse while you're wandering around the uh, nuke desert or the the nuke forests or whatever looking for radioactive deer to kill. There you go. Caviar granola mix while you wait for this radioactive, elusive deer to come near you so you can kill it and eat it. So, moving right along. Number eight, caviar pot pie. Again, a big vat of deliciousness that was wow. denied by the American public. I know, Rob. I know. What is wrong with these people? I, I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. What about you? Are you flabbergasted? I'm, I'm overly flabbergasted. <laughs> Me too. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry, I'm kind of slap happy because of lack of sleep and uh, shitting my brains out. So I'm laughing at I everything. Understand. You are correct. I am laughing at everything because everything is extremely funny to me right now. So, all right. Number nine, caviar menthol snuff. Rob, that's your department. No. No. Does it do it? What is it? Is it the gooeyness no. of the egg? Uh, in your lip? It'd be, it'd be too mushy. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's snuff, so you snuff it. Okay, I get it. Oh, I get that, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about yeah, I, 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 I okay. don't do I, I just I just broke it down and figured it out. Okay. The, oh, okay. Snuff, the snuff you sniff, right? 
you, uh, you sniff it up yeah. your nose. Never got that. Never known why people bother to do that. Well, you, you, you wouldn't want them caviar chunks going up your nose. Exactly, yeah. And then you'd be hacking them out and stuff and spitting them all. Yeah, yeah. it'd be, number one, a waste of money because you'll be hacking them out and spitting them all over the ground. Um, number two, I mean, you don't want that in your nostril cavity anyhow. So, okay, I get it. So, all right, I get that one. And number 10... This is this is kind of depressing here because I was waiting for it. Caviar cola. I, I, that, I, that's just anti-American. I know. Can you imagine having a a, a, a can of caviar cola? Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean. Uh, um, you, you can imagine the logo. It could have like a little happy fish on there smiling at you. And it'd be like a red cam with like blue lettering that says caviar cola in cursive, kind of like Coca-Cola. Oh, wait a minute. It can't say cola, can it? It can't. It, because we found out. No, you can't say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't say cola. Yeah, yeah. Only Coca-Cola can say cola because they sued the piss right. out of people. According they to the Royal Crown Cola article I read last week on their, uh, yeah. on their, in, uh, their beginnings. So... Okay, it would just be caviar, and then it below would be say it would say something like cola flavored beverage. Yeah, with, cola, yeah, yeah, with bits of caviar or something like that. So, that is all of the lists that Jeffy X got us. Jeffy X, thank you so much. You are an amazing talent. How you get the stuff, I have no idea. I mean, he has to risk his life, right? He has to get into. Oh, these he places. does. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very high security areas. Yeah. And then he has to come up. He has to get all these lists. He not only has to infiltrate these uh, organizations or these businesses, but he also has to get complete reports on what has failed. I mean, how do you do that? I mean, that guy's just, he's, he's fucking, he's balls, man. He's 100% fucking balls, that guy. Yes, he is. Yeah. So, Jeffy X, thank you. Anyhow, let's take our first break. And we will be right back and see if you got something on your mind, Rob. All right. Okay, be right As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarious. You have the personality. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. The wild violet is an unsung hero. Most people don't realize that the flower can be stewed to make a delicious vinegar for the fresh greens that can be picked in your front yard. Violet soap can be easily made as well. The flower is full of many essential minerals as well as vitamin A, C, and E. It is literally one of the first superfoods. A lot of podcasts just come from a can. Here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone, we pour our own podcasts.
two douche bags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, Rob. You uh, you have something you want to uh, speak about? You got something on your mind? You got something you want to say? Yeah, I, I ran across this story a while ago, and since you're in such a laughing mood, you might get a little extra ha-ha out of it. I probably will. Jason Kelsey had quite the welcome at a hot dog stand in Chicago called the Winner's Circle. Um, I've actually the been there. The, the Winner's Wiener Circle. Circle. Yeah, me. I've been there. <laughs> it's a good place. On Wednesday, the Philadelphia Eagles Center stopped by the Wiener's Circle in the city where he was greeted by a sign that read, Welcome Taylor's Boyfriend's Brother. <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> uh, along with being referred to as Taylor's boyfriend's brother, the eatery also put together another cheeky sign for Jason that read, Welcome the other Kelsey brother. <laughs> <laughs> And they're showing pictures. He's loving. He's having a good time. Uh, Jason Kelsey seems to be a very, a very fun-loving yeah. dude, just like his brother. Um, they seem uh, uh, to he's just even wearing one of their shirts in this picture. Uh, which uh, one? Yeah, which he... one is it? What does it look like? Uh, it's yellow with red lettering. The Wiener's Circle. Okay, that's different than the shirt I got from there. But okay, that's that's all right. I was just yeah, it's got a big hot, yeah, it's got a big hot. Um, yeah. Oh, it has a hot dog on it. Is a hot dog dressed yeah. up? Uh, it's it's just a, it's a hot dog in the bun. Okay, that's different. Okay. okay, that's cool. With the address. Okay, all right. Um, it's slightly different, but anyhow, it doesn't matter. It's just my own curiosity it didn't matter it didn't pertain to anything so okay that's pretty cool very cool yeah yeah i'm, I'm glad he took it well yeah he, yeah he has been he has fun with it he, and he, he has to he has to well another thing is it really helps his podcast out you know their podcasts like tripled in numbers from what i understand and the reason is, oh, yeah. is because there are a lot of swifties listening to it now because that's that's taylor's boyfriend in that other guy, his uh, brother or something, you know, um, yeah. just like all these uh, Swifties that are buying the Kelsey uh, jerseys and the Swift Chiefs jerseys and all that. I mean, they don't give one ounce of fuck about football, but they're buying the merchandise and watching the product. And this has been the best thing to happen to the NFL since uh, um, Deflategate. So... Anyhow, because I remember Deflate Gate, everybody thought they were, uh, they were, uh, oh, um, they, they, they were, um, they, they were getting back at Brady for being, you know, a perennial winner or whatever, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, personally, I don't give a shit about that because I think all teams, all teams will cheat to a certain degree if they have the opportunity uh, yeah. Now, now that now the other stuff, I do not agree with the Belichick stuff that they said that they did. If they in fact did do that and filmed the other teams in practice, that's too dirty, and that that is not right. And uh, right. yeah, that that was 
if that is true, that's horrible because I know the Patriots, I think it was against the Rams with Dick Vermeil leading the Rams. He said it was I so... Dick so. Yeah, he said... This is what he said after the Super Bowl, and you can look it up on YouTube or whatever. He said it is, it's like they knew what we are going to do before we did it. Now, how could that happen? Well, filming the other people practicing is how that can happen. Now, did that happen? I don't know. Could have happened very easily. They were filming. So, anyhow. Um, but the whole thing was, is yeah, yeah. I, I'm not necessarily mad at Brady about Deflategate. Who cares? He would have, he would have probably still won all the Super Bowls anyhow. Now the other one, if they were filming the other teams, and yes, I mean, in my opinion, they should have stripped him of every title if that was true. So, anyhow. Now I I am a firm believer in watching game tapes. Game tapes are different. I yeah, game tapes are but secretly filming, hell no. Yeah, I agree. No. Uh, um. Oh, one, a couple things I want to address here real quick is, Bill's Mafia, where are you now? Where are you now, Bill's Mafia? I heard smack and gum bumping for the last four fucking years. And all of a sudden, you guys hit a rough spatch, and I don't hear one fucking thing. Nothing. Come on, sack up. I want to hear something. I want to fucking hear something. You damn well bet if that's the Chiefs that had a skid like that, I'd still be mouthing off going, well, we're still going to beat your ass you wait. We'll see you playoff time. But nothing, man. Crickets over there. So, I don't know. They fired their offensive coordinator, and they got someone else in there. But I'll tell you what. All the turnovers that they do, that is not an offensive coordinator issue. That is a coaching issue, a training issue. You don't get that sloppy by someone calling the wrong calls. You get that sloppy by not practicing right, not being dedicated. So, anyhow, Bills Mafia, where are you? Bengals fans, where are you? All of a sudden, they, they're crickets over there, too. I am starting to hear some chirping from uh, Ravens fans, though, even though they lost last week. Dolphins yeah. fans, they're Johnny-come-ladies. They didn't care for the Dolphins three years ago, four years ago. But when they got Tyreek Hill and Tago Viola started uh, throwing decent, and they got Waddle and then uh, Mozart and, and uh, uh, Mozart or whatever his name is, and then a decent defense, all of a sudden all these Dolphin fans fucking appear out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, I loved them all my life. Is that how come your, your jersey uh, was bought three days ago? You know, so anyhow. Um, I've got an interesting story here, Rob. Okay. All right. A tenant stopped paying rent and listed his, his landlord's home on Airbnb. The landlord says he's now stuck living in a van after the man stopped paying rent. Mm-hmm. He, sa- he says the tenant owns nearly uh, 50000 and has refused to leave the home for months. The pair are fighting it out in court, and the next hearing is in March. So, he's got at least four more months of living in his van while he tries to get this guy evicted? Really? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, I read that one, too. Yeah, um, the pair are, you know, they're fighting out in court. The homeowner who rented out his home to pay for pilot school says he is now living in a van because he can't. 
um, uh, he can't evict a tenant who he says owes 50000 in back rent. I need my house. All the media is fine, but it doesn't really, really do me any good. Hopefully we'll change the laws to help the owners in situations like this. A guy I knew growing up, um, uh, he had a bunch of rental property. And I don't know if you can still do this. I don't know if it's still lawful to do this. But you know what he used to do to get rid of them, Rob? What? He would wait till they left and he would remove the front and back door. I think he did that, yes? Yeah. He would remove them. He would throw the doors in the back of his truck and he would leave. Only one um, tenant put another couple of doors on. Everyone else left. Because, I mean, you know, it was cold out or whatever, or, you know, they couldn't protect their stuff inside because both doors were gone. But I don't know if you could do that anymore. But, yeah, he used to remove both doors, and he'd go, just wait. and go, Mark, watch. He said, they'll be gone in three days. Most of the time, he was right. Except for yeah. one one tenant went out and got a couple more doors, and I really had a good ha-ha after him on that. I'm like, hey, oh, that really worked, didn't it? And he's like... Yeah, most of the times it works. You saw it. And I was like, yeah. I go, yeah. You know, some people are, uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit more resilient than that. So Yeah, I, I really don't think you can legally get away with it these days. Probably I, not. not. Sure. I know his grounds were, I'm doing home improvements, but I have to do them myself because I can't afford to pay anybody because they're not paying their rent. Right. So when he'd go to court, if he went to court, that's what he would say. And most of the times the court would be like, I get it. The guy's not paying rent. You can't afford to pay anyone to do the repairs. He said, yeah, these doors are in desperate repair. So I took them both off, and I, I got to save up the money to uh, get the doors. And the courts knew it was a wink-wink, nudge-nudge, but it was a loophole. You know, no, you know what I mean? It was a loophole yeah. where the guy could do it. So nowadays, there's probably all these squatter laws and stuff to where they can't do that, and he'd probably get sued by the squatters and have to fucking give them the house or what, you know. All the bullshit rules oh, yeah. they have nowadays is just insane, and they're not tailored for anybody trying to do fair business in America. So, um, anyhow, um, Rob, you got another story you want to go into or anything? Yeah, uh, looks like Stephen A. Smith at it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When isn't he? What, what? What now? Stephen A. Smith is sick and tired of watching the New York Giants play in coveted television windows. Okay, everybody, don't shoot the messenger on this. Okay. <laughs> the Giants are about to be two and eight. Well, this was a couple days ago before their last game. Okay. They're about to be two and eight after getting blow, blown out by the Dallas Cowboys and are down to their third string quarterback, undrafted rookie Tommy DeVito. Today's game was on national TV as Fox's game of the week. The Giants have also been in prime time on multiple other occasions this season, and with Big Blue struggling immensely, Stephen A took to X. Twitter to try to shame the NFL into keeping the G-men off the air. This is what he wrote. The NFL has to be shamed into keeping the Giants off the national TV. This team is just a disaster. 
They are the swamp in East Rutherford, New Jersey. They don't even look qualified to be an NFT team. Good Lord, Smith wrote. Um, well, finally. Well, I like I like what the person that wrote this article added after that. What What did he add? Because the Giants are one of the NFL's more popular franchises and were coming off a playoff berth in 2022, it makes some sense why they were given some primetime airtime this fall. However, it has to be a decision the league and the networks are regretting given how the season has unfolded. I think, I'm not for sure, but I think this here, Rob, I think that maybe Romo and is it Nance, Jim Nance is a sidekick? Um, I think they may have something written in their contract to where they can't switch their games. So if they say they're coming to Dallas, they're coming to Dallas. They're not going to get a surprise and go out to California to cover a San Fran game because, you know, the uh, the Giants the Giants are horrible this year when they're expected to be a playoff team and Daniel Jones is supposed to make that leap up into the elite status and and all that stuff. Shaquan Barkley was back, you know, all this stuff that was supposed to happen. But as we know too well in football, a lot of what's supposed to happen does not happen. Ask the Bills. Ask the Bengals. Um, you know, um, uh, ask the Texans who were on a surge. And um, C.J. Stroud is fucking throwing his ass off looking Mahomes like. That guy is really looking good. So um, nothing ever happens usually like it's supposed to. Uh, of course, Philadelphia and Kansas City are at the top of the, each uh, each conference. They kind of expected that because not that much has changed between the two teams. So, um but stuff like the Giants where a bunch of different things happened and stuff like that, you can't really control that, right? You you no. pencil that game in. And I don't know if this is true, but I thought I read or someone told me that Romo and Nance have it in their contract to where they can't, like, pull the rug out from under them. Like, um, I mean, I believe that's probably the reason that... Uh, um, Al Michaels left NBC and went to Amazon Prime. Shitty games, but he knows where he's going every week. You know, he's right. seventy. He's up in his seventies, and he doesn't want to be switched out. And I think that may be what's going on over there at Fox and why they have a dud game and they can't all of a sudden just um, go. Eh, uh, let's let's go to this game. This is more competitive. However, what right. they have been doing though. And they've done this for a few years now, and I think you probably noticed this too, Rob, was um, what they'll do is if a game starts getting out of hand, a lot of times they'll just start switching to another game. They may not leave the game completely, but they'll go, oh, check out this play from so-and-so, and and then they'll go to that, and they'll spend a couple minutes there, and then they'll come back to the boring game that's a blowout, right? Yeah. Yeah, so anyhow, and I don't know contractually how many times they can do that either. Because I imagine there is probably a limit on the amount of uh, amount of times they can, you know, switch out of the game and legally call it their game of the week. So, um, did you have any more on that? Because I kind of, kind of just started. No, talking. no, that was it. Oh, that, okay. that was the end of. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, let's come right back, and when we come back, we shall have a dear douchebags. Sound good? Sounds awesome. All right, we'll be right back in a couple minutes. Next up. 
things ever heard in hell. Great news. William Hung's world tour has been extended. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So, I order spaghetti and meatballs. My meatballs automatically fall apart as soon as I touch them. So then, does my dish automatically change its name to spaghetti and meat sauce? Hmm. I may never know. Brick Shells Energy Drink! That's right, Brick Shells Energy Drink! Make that up little girl! Chill off your balls! You wanna fuck shit up? You wanna call us another cross Brick Shithouse is for you! Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. All aware of the Amber Alert, right? Well, get rid of your disinfectants and rubber bedspreads, kids. It's the all-new Amber Herd Alert System. This fantastic early warning device helps one stay dry and rid of all those annoying mattress invoices. Simply hook up to child under six or psychopath and wait for the running water sound. This clever machine has three distinct settings, Babbling Brook, Ocean Waves, and Roaring River for those close calls. Order today and get a free Cinnabon Renewsit cartridge. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. As promised, it, dear douchebags. Okay. Dear douchebags, I often listen to your podcast at my job. Most of us love it, but one dick smack keeps changing the podcast to true crime BS. BS is short for bullshit for you people that are not yeah, in the loop. Yeah. Right, right, Rob, can you back me up? Actually, I think that was on that list I gave the other night. Oh, it was, wasn't it? How you add one word to the word shit, and it means something totally different. (laughs) That's right, it was. So, the cool kids can say BS, but we know they're talking about bullshit. So, I I really need your help. This idiot is grinding down my last nerve. Signed, No Douche in Toulouse. Now, this is not Toulouse Street. This is Toulouse, Alabama, I believe. But it could be Toulouse Street, and it could be our friend that uh, that um, emailed us. Yeah, it could be. But I, the way it's written here, I think it's Toulouse, Alabama. But I'm not for sure. So let's let's say it's to let's say it's Toulouse, Alabama. But um, uh, dude from Toulouse, email me if this is you. So anyhow. Number one thing that you can do about said dick smack is this. Plant cocaine on, an, on the dick smack and call the cops on him. That work. Just kind of like walk by and just kind of, you know, kind of bump into him a little bit there. And then ask him a question while you're throwing the cocaine in his uh, jacket pocket. Go, yeah, hey, uh, hey, that podcast you listen to, what's the name of it? Man, it's pretty interesting. And then while you're doing that, you just throw a little baggie of cocaine in there. And then you call the cops and say he's trying to sell it around the office. And then, you know, the cops come in and he's going to, of course, like, oh, it's not mine. And then they're going to piss him off. They're probably going to beat the shit out of him and you'll get to witness it all, right? Old school, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we would have done back in the day. Hell yeah, it is. 
plant cocaine on them, and then fucking call the cops. Yeah. Watch yeah. watch the little party ensue. They, they won't bother you for a while. No, no. As a matter of fact, when they heal and get out of jail, they'll probably stay way the fuck away from you, even if they know you did it. They're going to go, oh, fuck, yeah. those guys are hardcore. I don't know what they're going to do next. So, number two, take the biggest, meanest person you know and write his wife love letters from the Dick's Max name. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, you there know. you go. <laughs> Dick Smack comes in all black and blue one day. Hey, uh, what, what, what happened to you? I don't know, man. I don't get it. The guy says something about his wife and letters. I, I, I never met the guy before. Beat the shit out of me. <laughs> no shit? Really? Wow. Hmm. <laughs> so, and then you can mention something like, yeah, if you turn that fucking podcast again, it's going to happen again, motherfucker. <laughs> so, number three. Give us his name for an I- invisible ass paddling. We will gladly paddle some dick smack that keeps changing our podcast to a true crime podcast. Agreed? It's all self-defense. You know, I talked to the genie, and he said that he would be willing to let us have an extra paddling for this guy. Cool. You know, we're supposed to do it once a month, right? Yeah. Well, I've been talking to him because there's so many idiots in the news. And we're kind of been like going back and forth. He's thinking about granting us a little special permission to maybe do a couple of of uh, extra ass paddlings a month and include this guy in it. So right. render his name to us and where to find him, and we'll see if we can't do an ass paddling. So number four, invisible ass paddling. That is, and if anyone doesn't realize yeah. it, well, you know what? I'm yeah. not even going to go invisible. to the story. Yeah, it's we're invisible. You know, we we found a genie. Me and Topher did uh, quite a while ago, and he granted us one wish, and our wish was to be invisible so we could paddle people's asses. No, we didn't want to save the world. No, we didn't want to uh, help the environment. No, we didn't want to solve world hunger. We wanted to paddle people's asses that need it because we're kind. We're that kind of morons. So, okay, number four. I sure the podcast are access from one main computer. So I would try to lock up the screen. So it, this is at work, so you have one main computer with a Bluetooth enabled or speakers coming from it, right? So that's how you access yeah. the podcast there. That'd be about the only way. I guess it could be someone's phone, but if it's coming from your phone, the guy couldn't touch it. So I'm saying this. It's probably access from a, uh, from a desktop. Lock that screen up on him. Put in our podcast and lock that screen up with a code that they don't know. And then the only person that can get into it is you. Problem solved. Yep. Number five, and this makes the most sense, Rob. You tell me if this doesn't make the most sense. Put on our podcast, start from number one. It will automatically load to the next one in order. And take the monitor with you. There you go. Yes. And anyhow, um, whoever wrote this out, thanks for listening. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry I told you go fuck yourself, but it just adds, it adds a little flavor to it. Thanks for listening. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, anyhow. All right, Rob, we turn to you. You got something? Uh. 
Have you ever wondered what the strange metal plates at the Missouri intersections are at, like, crosswalks? I think they're for Braille, for blind people, aren't they? Okay, well, I've heard different stories. I've heard that there's detectors in them, that way you just step on them, and it has to do with the light changing. I've heard all kinds of stories. Um... There's well, a couple this of go ahead. breaks it down. Okay. They're called detectable warning plates, and they are in place for the vision impaired among us. Okay. Mainline, mainline Materials, a warning plate manufacturing company, says they alert the visually impaired that there is either a crosswalk or a walkway transition nearby. Okay, so it's not actually Braille. It's just something that, like, warns them they hear the metal and they go, oh, okay. Well, actually, they went to more like like a rubber padding or it, it's weird material. Okay, okay. I mean, it, 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 they've got different looks to them now. So, the thing I want to know... One of them's like a brick color. But, yeah, yeah it's just yeah, I've seen those. know you're coming up to something. So it's not even Braille. It's just like a break in the pattern to let them know that there's something coming up. Right. right. Okay, all this time, there's little bumps on there generally in the city. I thought that was Braille. I guess not. And and for some reason, I thought the blind could go there with their feet and go, oh, okay, this says uh, cautious crosswalk. I, I don't know. Okay, cool. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's... Just some... Information. Cool. So um, you said that you know this new Fort Scott listener. Is that what you said? Yes, I do. Cool. It's Um, my cousin, Bonnie. Okay. What did Bonnie say? Does she like the show? Yeah, yeah. She's going to catch some more. She's she's been down sick with the flu a little bit lately, so she's... That's uh, a good time to catch up with us. Yeah, she's back up and going. She's gonna she's gonna start listening. I got some other people she's gonna start listening over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So, um, have you did you hear the podcast I uh, dropped today? No, I have not. I'll listen to it in the morning when I'm getting ready for work. I've got a new deep thoughts with Mark, and I just want to hear what you think about it. All right, I'll let you know tomorrow night. Okay, sounds good. All right, um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, let's see. Our numbers are way up. Really happy about that. I mean, um, they're they're it's doing fantastic. Um, I'm going to break down a couple locations where we're still kicking ass at Council Bluffs. We are just going berserk up there. We must have. I'll check that out when we get off there. Yeah, look it up. Council Council Bluffs is our third best market. And the first two markets are Kansas City, Kansas, and Missouri. Ashburn yeah. is not very far behind. But Harrisonville, Missouri has an inordinate amount of fucking listeners. I mean, I who Harrisonville, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot. Um, thank you. Yeah. I mean, per capita is kind of like Adrian. If it's per capita, Harrisonville would probably... If that was Harrisonville was the size of Kansas City, we'd have over a million listeners. That's how potent we are there in Harrisonville. And 
our, our family farm was out off DD. No, I know where that's at. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, uh, H-Town, Hooterville. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm honored. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm really honored. Um, let's see. Adrian's still kicking ass. Uh, Columbus, Ohio is really accelerating. We've got some people there listening, and so is St. Louis. Uh, yeah, Columbus, Ohio might be the biggest gain. In Denver, we've always done well in. And Denver's a pretty good market because there's good radio in Denver. Um, there's good radio in Council, Council Bluffs, too, from Omaha and Council Bluffs. I'm kind of honored to be there doing so well. And Harrisonville is Kansas City radio, so, you know, we uh, we have Johnny Dare yeah. and, um, oh, shit, I don't even know who else is, uh, I think Mix 93 still has Rocket and Teresa or whatever. Um, Slacker is off because he has leukemia. We we're all praying for yeah. him. I hope he does yeah. good. So there's good radio that um, that people are choosing to listen to us here, too. So we're very very proud of that we're picking up in omaha really well springfield but i know springfield how come it's uh, gained so much steam is because uh, that auto body place was it new century or something like that yeah new century That's, yeah. yeah yeah well um it i can see it on the uh, i can see it on the numbers from there so osage beach is rob's fan we got some pretty good numbers from there um well, a fan of us both, but they love uh, Rob's Ozark twang, according to the uh, um, emails. Um, let's see, Brussels, Belgium, a lot of listeners there. Yeah, that 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 one blows me away. Still doing good in Chicago. Not as quite a fever pitch as it was there for a little bit, kind of dying down there. So yeah, you know what? I hope it picks back up because Chicago would be a great great compliment if we could keep things going good there because a yeah. lot of great radio originated in chicago so anyhow um other than that i think that's pretty much going to conclude this podcast i think i need to get back to shitting here pretty quick so well well on that note i'll leave you with a final thought oh yeah let's hear it if people are talking behind your back, just fart. <laughs> I got one for you. That's good. I like that. What if UFO? What if UFOs are billionaires from another planet? See, hey, Starlink. That's something to think about. It is. Yeah, you know how our billionaires go sightseeing into space. Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe they're like, hey, uh, um, let's say they're they're uh, uh, um, uh, their uh, alternate universe. Jevon Musk, or no, Jevon Tusk, has a space F that everybody can go out and, and jump in and go look at the Earth. And, the, and hey, we think there's like uh, we think there's like weird beings there. We're not for sure. We think they're they're pretty stupid. We think so. Anyhow, so don't bother them because they'll start getting mad at us for no reason and then try to kill us and then we'll have to zap them. But we don't want to do that. We just want to go look at them. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, all right, everybody, I'm gonna go take a massive dump of water and. Uh, everybody have a good night. Thank you for listening. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, don't forget, um, tomorrow I have a full report on my ass hair.
Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask the colonoscopy doctor. So there. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.